When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. You're listening to All Talk with Hello Sport on SEN. All thanks to Neds. Whatever you bet on, take it to the Neds level. Gamble responsibly. This week, our guest is Aussie cricket legend David Warner. You spoke then about some players, you know, been scared of failure, essentially. It seems to me that that sort of, not disease is the wrong word, but like that sort of attitude has affected a lot of Australian players throughout the years. Do you think that's something that you can learn, like not to fear failure, or do you, or do you have to have it in, within you? I think it's in sport and global. You know, a lot of people finish on a high. Now, to me, I see it different. If you finish on a high, you're, you're scared of coming back. Mm. And and yeah, that's what happens. It's going to happen when you get older. Things are going to you're going to get slower. You you know, you're going to have to choose different events, different games that you want to play and whatnot. But that's just what happens. You know, if you you got to accept. How do you teach to accept that? It's all about resilience. Um, and I've had a I've had a great upbringing with my family, but I was in a housing commission. You know, with a lot of people around, a lot of things that I saw that you know I wish no one else would see. And you know, for me, it taught me resilience at a young age. So. It's hard to build that. You know, some people like just going about their business and they take it harder than what other people do when they fail and, and they're probably scared of failing. But I think when things come to you and it works out, you then understand it a yeah. bit more. I think just that initial part of, I don't want to fail, you know, what, what's everyone going to think? And that's, you know, it could be like what you dress up in and walk out today, what people are going to think of what I'm wearing. Like, you shouldn't have to worry about that stuff and... You know, it's easy for me to sit here and, and say that, but I've always taken that approach. Like, I don't give a shit. Mm. I'll call a spade a spade. I always say honesty is not the best policy, but at the end of the day, if I'm if I'm being honest and being brutally honest, yeah, you might not like it, but I have to look at myself in the mirror and be honest with myself. So mm. that's how I've always been, no bullshit. Growing up in the housing commission, because obviously and we are talking about like not a fear of failure, but was there added pressure to succeed because of, you know, I guess the ability for you to change your family's life through success? Did you feel more pressure? No, I've never really felt pressure at all. I think because I worked from 14, nine months when you could work, like I enjoyed it. Like I enjoyed work. So I like going out there and working hard and and doing things, helping things, uh, helping people. Like I said, it's easy for me to say it now because of where I am, but I still would be doing that today. Involved in some businesses and I'm as hands-on as I can be even while when I'm away. Like I just enjoy helping. I, I get the satisfaction out of actually helping. Um, that, what was that yeah. first job you had at 14? I was working at Woolworths, stacked shelves oh, at Woolworths. Then I worked there for about six, seven years. Did a paper run, did the paper boy. I was that annoying prick that was whistling <laughs> at 6.30 in the morning. Um, and then that's actually funny because a couple of streets used to leave money out the doormat and said, stop blowing your whistle, just go and drop the paper then I'll give you some money. <laughs> so there was, it, was actually, it was actually quite cool. But, did um, you ever throw them? Throw the papers that helped no, with your well, back, arm, do you No, reckon? well, back then they didn't roll them up. They just had them like stacked as much as I could in the barrel walking around. And um, and yeah, no, they weren't wrapped in plastic back then. So you had to walk them to the door? 
I, I walked like I would do oh close to t- like ten k's. Like I so around where Hillsdale was, there's about nine streets which were about four five hundred meters long. Used to come up and around, and then walked all the way down street called Denison Street, which almost would be about eight hundred meters. Walk all the way around up those streets. Like it was. Wow. I started at six thirty. I finished about eleven. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah, and they had to keep topping up my papers because I couldn't. I couldn't carry all those that barrel. <laughs> That'd be ridiculous. So I'd ring in. Yeah, You'd be a strong man. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, do you ever walk into a store and like eye up a shelf and go, that hasn't been stacked appropriately? Like, is it? Ask my st- wife. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you don't work here anymore. I said, yeah, but you know what? They got to face it. It looks shit. <laughs> I don't go into a store and have to look behind other products. 100%. Because the rule was two facings, you know, bring two products to the front every night religiously. And then I'd have to walk past and double check the aisles and it used to piss me off. Do you but, still maybe do it when you're in Woolies now and just like drag a couple of muesli bars to the front? Go, Come on, this is yeah, well, my pet hate is actually walking to a part and seeing someone just left something in the wrong spot. Like that is not like the oils do not go in the bloody <laughs> deodorant <laughs> section, okay? <laughs> Like, does not go there. It just frustrates me. So do you mean more, though, like, not the the workers, but, like, someone who's come in and gone, oh, olive oil, and going, actually, you know what, I don't need it. Yeah. And put it. I'm going to be honest, yeah. Dave, I've done that plenty of times. But there's, a, there's, lo- there's loose item trolleys at the end of each bay. Is there? Yeah. I've never seen a loose yeah. item trolley. And Because what, what used to no happen was... No. Nah. What used to happen, and because of OH&S now, um, used to have to put the excess up on top of the actual shelves, right? And now they have proper wheel things because of people you know, trying to sue people. Mm. Um, so now they actually put them out the back. So if you want that item, it's actually not on there. It's going to be out the back. And, okay. you know, you used to be able to just look up the top there. Okay, there's yeah, excess, extras. put them up. Yeah, yeah so there's extras. Um, but they're things that, you know, for, for me, used to annoy me. I get that. Well, look, I'm going to be much more conscious of it now because and, I don't you want... And, you know, I reckon you were the type now, of bloke that, you know, all the tuners are stick, st- stacked up and you used to go, boop. <laughs> pop them, just pop the oh, kids. Look, I wasn't kids a chaos come this, operator. All the and Trinan, just <laughs> knock them all down. Knock them all down. The glass jaw. Just jars. Want you to have something to do, you know. Just try and keep you active in there. Keep you busy. Keep you on your toes. <laughs> you listen to all talk with Hello Sport. It's Tom and Eddie here, and we are with David Warner, the Bull, the one and only. Uh, before we do get back to David, punters and dribblers, this is a goddamn threat. You better not risk missing any of the T Twenty Cricket World Cup action to Fox Cricket and KO, when they've got every single match live and ad break free during play, I'm threatening you. You better not miss it. We don't like threatening the punter and the dribbler, but when we need to threaten, we will threaten, and we're threatening. This is a threat. Know that. If you goddamn think about missing all of Australia's matches live and ad break free during play on KO... Did we mention that they're all live and ad break free during play? If... We sh- I don't think we've mentioned it enough because it's live and ad break free during play. And if you want to miss our it. boys, if you want to miss our boys go back to back as the world comes to our shores and we hump them in person, you got rocks in your head. Don't miss it. I'm, that's a threat. That's a threat. And you don't want to know what happens, but that's a threat. Back to the show. Can you tell us a story about, did you, you had a cricket coach when you were a bit younger who tried to make your bat right-handed. Yep. What, yep. what was that yarn? Like, and why did that happen? Yeah, God bless him. Yeah, he passed away a couple of years ago, and he was, oh, he was, an awesome, awesome coach. Like he was, so, in 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 short, I had so much power left handed and kept hitting the ball in the end, kept getting caught. And he's like, we have to work out a way how you keep hitting the ball on the ground. Like you're gonna get caught all the time if you keep hitting it in the air. So we tried batting right handed, and I was pretty much the same. But I just only had one shot that I hit in the air that was playing a pull shot. 
and everything was along the ground, playing a cover drive, a straight drive, on drive, right-handed. So he said to me, all right, we're going to bat right-handed for a whole year. And I ended up scoring the same amount of runs, but I just felt I had no power. I felt like I couldn't play that hoik down the ground or you know that hoik over mid-wicket that I'd like to do. Um, and I just felt like I had more control. Mm. Um, how old were you? I was 13. Do you understand at all how frustrating it might be for the general cricketer to know <laughs> that you just went, oh, f*** it, I'll play right-handed and scored the same amount of runs? Well, you talk to the boys now. I batted for a whole a couple of sessions in um, Sri Lanka recently right-handed playing spin and I didn't get out. <laughs> oh and like, God. it's just one of those things that where I can sweep naturally and I'm going to big note, unbelievable, better than a lot of the guys in the team, <laughs> like better than Gaza, mm. um, sweeping the ball right-handed. But I come try and sweep the ball left-handed. I'm absolutely horrendous. Really? Yeah, I can't sweep left-handed. Had you always practiced right-handed when you were growing up? Like how much of it? I think over time, getting my weight over my front foot has been hard with my right leg. So lunging forward, because yeah. we just don't do it right in Australia. We don't sweep. Mm. But playing the reverse sweep so much, getting my front foot out and just having more sort of flexibility, I think it's helped. So then when I bat right-handed, I can get right out there. It's so right. weird because I measured it. I measured how far I can come out and meet the ball right-handed and how far I come out. It's almost a bat length. Really? Yeah, really? difference of how far I can reach out. What's that about flexibility? Or so like- my, fl- my hip flexors, are, when I'm batting left-handed, I can't get over my front knee. But on my left side, I can get right over it. You're a, you're a Paddington man. You're one of the rare actual Roosters fans who grew up in the area in, right, in terms of No, I grew up in Matraville. Oh, it's, I thought you were well, – no, that's still – Born in Paddington. So I was born, born, in, yeah, Paddington. born in Paddington. Yeah, yeah born yeah. in Paddington. Yeah. That'll do. True to my colours. True to your colours. Yep. So you are a Roosters man. I am. Do you, do you follow them? Like, are you a big fan? Are you yep. following this season and everything? Yep. How are you finding it this I year? I actually took Indy there the other day. Took oh, it yeah? down to Shark Park. But it's just becoming a little bit, um, how do I say it? They're a bit too pr- privileged, my kids. Oh, really? She asked me what, she asked what box we're sitting in the other day. <laughs> um, I don't know. We're on the hill, babe. <laughs> shark Park. Um, yeah. I actually got invited to the shark box, actually, by the CEO and um, the chairman there. So that was an interesting one when Indy rocked up with a rooster scarf and everything. Yeah, and Uncle yeah, Nick yeah. said, uh, you, you're down here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I love it. Um, obviously, they're sitting in eighth position. It's quite cluttered at the moment. So um, last night's game was good with South losing. My household obviously wasn't a great one. Because um, your wife was a South fan, is oh, that correct? Yeah, staunch. Yeah, right. Staunch. Yeah. Like last night, you know, she's you know spewing at the TV, and I'm like, come on, <laughs> come on, <laughs> trying to keep you know muttering under my breath. But yeah. um, no, it's a good. It's actually a good season this year. I think it's nice and close. Yeah. Obviously, Penrith have got some. Um, some key players out, so yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. Who's yeah. your favourite player? Look, I Tedesco's gone to a new level. Mm. Like, I've never seen a well, Mini used to do it, but bounce off players. Yeah, like, it's like he's playing ping pong. Like, he yeah, just bounces off everyone. It's ridiculous. Hard to tackle. Um, look, I think you know Victor Radley Hargraves last week played a ridiculous running ball game. Mm. Um, but like Suwali, he's going to yeah. be. In, Unbelievable talent. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. sign him up for life, put him a 10 year contract, Seriously. and yeah. lock away the key. Like, yeah. you give him 15 years, shoot, like the way he's going at 19. Crazy. It's unbelievable. That's crazy. Are, um, but he, he's the only ball, like, he's, for his age, he runs the ball at the forwards. That's what's that's what everyone that's what's sort of scary. says is the most impressive thing is that just is his uh, his toughness and confidence just a truck nut and, and then he breaks the what line. he does on the other end of the ball is he like, always you know, breaks the line and he snaps people in half and he snaps people yeah which love I love yeah. yeah well that's yeah. really nice we're obviously Manly Seagulls fans so you know we hate the Roosters absolutely hate them but I, it's hard not to 
get around them when you got. Well, I thought players. you guys threw your last couple of games to have an early Mad Monday. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't like, know. Seriously, like seriously, like that was horrendous. That was horrendous the viewing. Game, you could be forgiven for thinking like that might you, have been like the case. Being, <laughs> like if you, you know, if you guys really, really support them as much as you do, I'd be tearing up my membership. No, look. Well, that's, that's that was that was that was as bad as Parramatta the other day. It was bad, but what you got to understand, David, is this is from a manly perspective. It's been the bravest season in the history of rugby league. Like we've had every adversity thrown at us, you know. So like, I think it was, it actually was probably the loss we needed to have. Did you guys get your upgrade that Tony Abbott promised? Have you well, upgraded that stadium look, yet? I'm, we've got part of it. We've got yeah, part of it. Yeah, part of it. We've right, got the man. northern stands been updated, but. The rest of it's. I might come when your your box office is better service. Yeah, that's we'll all right. Go. <laughs> we'll, go, we'll all go together. We'll all go together. Yeah. We'll, is there parking? There? I couldn't find parking last time. Mate, we're not, we Mate got, we'll pick you up in an Uber. We'll, we'll go together. We'll pick you up in an Uber. We'll get out there. We'll have a box. Yeah. We'll have <laughs> some party pies, fun. some sausage rolls. Yeah. Four Pines still sponsor out there? Four Pines. Well, yeah. look, we aren't Four Pines drinkers. We're bloke in a bar, so Four bloke Pines in a bar, kick okay. rocks. Yeah. But uh, it is the Four Pines Park, but we call it Brookvale. Thank you very much for coming on, mate. Really yeah. appreciate it. Good appreciate luck it. with the uh, smorgasbord of cricket coming up this summer. All on KO. Fox Cricket via KO. Uh, well, yeah, we really appreciate it, mate. No dramas, thank you. Thank you. Thanks, mate. Beautiful. Legend. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.